Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 64 of the Walk with Ethan Fresh Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan Black. Today, we're talking about these shows from Friday, August 25th through today, Sunday, August 27th. So just a quick update on Friday's show, Impact Wrestling's Emergence, NWA 75, Day 2, and the third and final day of GTO versus Renegades of Wrestling. We'll all be talking about Friday's show. So we'll just get into today's shows, Friday, August 25th. Or sorry, Friday, August 25th. So with NXT level, we had Hank Walker and Take Ledger defeating Tyrek, Equal, and Tyson DuPont, 5 minutes and 8 seconds. Keon J.C. Keon sent 5 minutes and 19 seconds. And the main event scripts defeating Dante Jin 6 minutes and 40 seconds. So that was NXT level up. Then we go to GCW first Renegade to Wrestling Night 1. So we kick with a triple threat match. Robbie Eagles beat Everett Connors and Loji Hendricks. 11 minutes and 36 seconds. Tag team match with the Bastard Brothers. Gore and Cracker Jack defeating Backpain, Backman, and Jim Bro. Jesse 9 minutes and 7 seconds. Mixed tag match. Bussies. Ellie Catch and Effie defeating Prima Pi Kappa. Nikki. Fan player and Frankie B, 13 minutes and 20 seconds. For the ROW title, Cape Man Ugg retains over Extreme Challenge in 20 minutes and 52 seconds. For the women's title, Aisha retains over Lena Cross, Steph Delander, 8 minutes and 53 seconds. Mikey Ears being Carly Evans, 18 minutes and 3 seconds. And the main for the AAA Mega title, El Hedro de Fikingo retains over Kirke Loco, 21 minutes and 27 seconds. So it was GCW. And we'll head over to Big Japan for wrestling's in zero one day has a sh- uh, show called Clash. So we kick it off with Junior Matsusaga and Raiki Photo to be national United National and Royal Champions Chris Vice and Takei Yokado, twelve minutes and forty seconds. Kazuki Hashimoto, Kota Sefuda, and Yokohama Shum Street six minute tag team and death match heavyweight champ Yuki Ishikawa, the Ryo Hajino, the International Junior Heavyweight and Junior Heavyweight Champion. Takomi Baba and Yuki Takai, 11 minutes and 48 seconds. Yasufumi Nakinoi defeating Tatsi, Tatsi Taka Saito, 11 minutes and 26 seconds. Intact match with Hikaru Saito and Shingo defeating Sasuke Nagato and one half of the Big Japan Tag Champs Takana Namor, 16 minutes and 12 seconds. In the main event, Manasa Tanaka and the Wall Street Heavyweight Champion Yua Oyagi defeating Tetsaki Sakimo and Shoki Kentimura, 20 minutes and 38 seconds. So that was uh, Big Japan Pro Wrestling. And then we'll head over to WWE SmackDown, where we kick it off with a in memorial graphics of Terry Funk and Bray White, who unfortunately both passed away Wednesday. Terry Funk passed away Wednesday. And Bray White unfortunately passed away on Thursday afternoon. Do we, do we see Michael hits? Greet the audience at home from ringside. He said the show will be in honor of Bray White and Terry Funk before we get to 10 bells for both men. Then we head over to a video of why it's most remote. Sick. And then, uh, rather, as a camera pans over to the empty rocking chair, then after the break, we head to a video of tributes with Terry Funk and Press and President 30 Superstar Social Media. Then we go to opening match in the United States Champion. Ray Mysterio goes well with Grayson. Waller, so match starts with a lockup and then go back for a submission hole before Waller lands a short tackle, but Ray comes back out of her camera and rings up right in the corner, hits the second her as says Waller to the ropes. Does up for the 6-1 number, Waller evades the move and sits Ray crashing the outside chop block. Ray takes out there with a baseball slide, Waller attacks from behind, takes a shot, Escobar gets back in the ring, Ray hits a 
Sorry, trying to go for the wrong son of a right catcher with a 6 1 night. Looks good for linebacker, right? But there he grabs his ankle. But Escobar takes there out. But he landed a kick on Lower A. They hit a splash back in the ring for the win at 12 minutes and four seconds. This was a fun little uh, non title match. I just won six out of 10. That the match or after the break, we see tributes for Bray Wyatt from several WWE superstars. And then my co announced that in the main event would be Ellen Knight for Spin Balor, as it was Ellen Knight's or Bray Wyatt's last feud was with LA Knight in the Fiend's first while was Finn Balor. And we go to RC over the moonsault to win and retain the woman's title at six minutes and ten seconds. Fun little match. I just won five out of ten. And then we see Kurt his way down the ring. He tells Louisville, Kentucky, he knows what he wants to talk about tonight. Then recalls being 11 years old and traveling with his father, Dusty Rhodes, in Denver, Colorado. He hears a man calling his father, egg-sucking dog, but they know who it was to. He's by Terry Funk. He says the receivers get to call themselves the closest thing, but they are many things over the years. He fable a fable few to get called themselves Cowboys. That includes Funk and Bray Wyatt. He says Terry Funk's been a concept and pro for 50 years, but managed to pull up an entire company and rush up to his level. Cody throws to a video showcasing some of the highlights of Terry's career from ECW to WCW to WWE to his iconic matches in Parchable Foley. Then introduction to the WWE Hall of Fame allows brother Dory Funk Jr. And then Cody says Terry was passionate and hardcore. The next, then announced the tag team match between the brothers and Shuri probably will be a Terry Funk hardcore match. So we go to a match right now. The Braun Birds, Rich Holland and Butch versus Andrew Dawkins and Montez Ford of the Street Profits. Both wins. Both teams waste no time to go after each other. Butch hits a chop to Mark Montez Ford on the outside as Andrew Dawkins. Rich Holland crashes into the ring. That's Butch. James is out in the floor and dumps him back inside the ring. Ford catches with a short towel, but Butch responds with a drunk. It catches Dawkins with a second one. It locks the leg figure four. Dawkins gets four a hand before Holland plants four with a DDT. Dawkins takes him home with a swing neckbreaker and Ford hits a stained splash. Street Profits. Wear down Butch and catch it with a double flapjack. Butch takes out Street Profits with a moonsault and gets on Holland's shoulders. Holland spins around to the levels for Street Profits for the action. Spills to the outside and forward. Looks to go flying. Takes everybody out. Do we hear the music of Bobby Lash and he watches the action as we go to commercial break. When we come back from break, Braun Bruce hits the 10 beats of the Bulger and Street Profits. And Butch hits an integrated foreign plane with assist the Powerbomb. Dawkins levels Butch and fires right hands on Holland. Throws a back elbow and splash in the corner. That rocks with a kick. Gives him an electric chair position. Four cons double and hits a blockbuster. Butch lands a step up into Graham Four before it fires back one of his own and Hall loves him with a clothesline and gets Dawkins on turn, top turnbuckle plants with a superplex. Ford then comes off the top rope from the heavens for a two count as Butch broke up the pin. And then Butch grabs a table from under the ring. Then he exhale hits Lashley with it, then gets inside the ring. Hauling looks set up before blinds on before he sets the table up, sets up the table himself and sends Holland tries to put Holland through it. But he fights away on playing Street Profits. Butch snaps Dawkins' fingers and Holland gets him on the table. Butch climbs to the top rope, but Lashley pushes him down and hits a spear. This little Ford hit a kick to Holland, and then they hit the Street Profits, put Holland for the table with a revolution. Revelation, so that is basically a sky high neckbreaker combination for the table to score the victory at 12 minutes and 24 seconds. Not a bad uh, tag match. Honestly, the hardcore situation was kind of pointless. Honestly, they only used one weapon. But, I mean, overall, he just won 6 out of 10. And then LA Knight makes his way down the ring. He says he'll get to miss in a second because tonight's all about Bray White. He says he saw everyone represent with Fireflies, and then sometimes your greatest foes are your greatest helpers. He says for his fuel, why he was getting them ready for anything. He said he held together until he saw pictures of White with his family, but he looks around and feels the spirit of White in the KFC Yum Arena. He says he's going to act like he's best friends with White, but he thinks him. 
but I addressed this Miz says he's F bad. Like Miz, then he said fine with that because the A lister was never was. He says done do deal. saying what's the star during the partnership? And don't get back to the John Cena the Rock when he's the WWE champion. He tells Miz he can meet him anytime, any place, and says the words of a wise man, Miz should run. I like that pearl from Melly Knight. I thought it was a nice tribute to Bray White with the rum, especially the rum part that was pretty cool. But I'll run on the payback matches after this review. So we got maybe right now Ellie Knight versus Finn Balor. Ellie Knight hits a short out for the Ash Spells of the Delta and Knight sends Balor crashing down to face first. Get back inside in the rain. Hit the shorts in the midsection as we go to a commercial break. After break, Knight hits a neck break to Balor. Hit the DT and sends Balor crashing map. In the map face for hits and he Balor fires with a Russian leg sweep. Serious is using the bobber for leverage to Paul's sling blade. Knight hits a close on Sarah Stompson, hits a hip attack, gets Balor on his shoulders, but Balor fights his way out, hits a stomp to his chest, shotgun drunk, it climbs to looks for the Cody Grill, but Knight ducks it away, hits a power slam. And he follows up with an elbow drop for Balor, plains Knight, climbs on top rope, but Knight trips him, hits a superplex, and then the BFT for the victory at 10 minutes and 45 seconds. Fun little main event, nice trivia match for Finn Balor, or Bray Wyatt, wow, that was my bad, apologize for that. Ice one six out of ten. Then see the lights go up in signature Bray Wyatt fashion. As the fireflies come out as single lanterns, delay mailing as the fans chant you chant thank you, Bray, to close up this week's episode of SmackDown. It was a pretty emotional episode for this week, though. Overall, I really like the video packages, the trivia packages to Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt. Those were really cool. The actual like wasn't too bad, but I I <clears throat> was really good. There, but only match made for next week was LWO's United States Ray Mysterio and Santos Escobar first Austin Theory Grace of Waller. And then for payback, made all five matches made. We had Becky Lynch versus Rash Steel Cage match, Seth Rollins defensive world title against Shinsuke Nakamura. Rhea Ripley defends the women's world title against Raquel Adrias. We had a uh, Ray Mysterio defend the US against Austin Theory. Ellie Knight goes one with the bits, and Grace Waller will have his Grace Waller effect show, but he will have Cody Rhodes as the guest on there. But that is uh, smack down there. I know we'll head over to AEW Rampage. This would be Fighter Fest night number two. So we'll kick it up with the international tall up for grabs as Orange Cassie defends Aaron. So this is the first up two match. Two title matches on the show. Cassie looks by hands in his pop, but Solo stops with a kick to the midsection before they go back while Lockheed charges mission holds. Cassie hits an arm drink, but sends Solo crash it to the outside and falls him out there. Cassie hits a back elbow, looks to take an hour shot, but Harley Cameron gets in between him before he can. So Cassie does his lazy kicks, hits a toe base who's to Solo, gets it back in the ring, climbs the toe, but Harley Cameron pulls him down, and Solo hits a suplex. As we go to commercial break, we come up break, Solo hits a form, then the corner for Cassie's and crash to the top turn face for. Climbs the tower, hits a crossbody, followed by Stun Dog Miller. Falls with Dornado DD, sets for Orange Punch. But Harley can distract Cassie with a song, allows Solo to hit a cross group kick. Plants up shorter first, climbs the tower, and connects to the diving uh, double stomp. Harley can looks at Cassie with her boot, but the referee catches her. Solo grabs the boot and hits Cassie with it for a two count. Fork Orange comes back with the Orange Punch, and in the beach break, to retain the title at 9 minutes and 15 seconds. It, this was an alright opener. I guess one 5 out of 10. So we head over to a video of Jim Ross interviewing the AAA Latin American champion QT Marshall earlier in the day. 
for JR as QT was next. And QT says it's time for him to get the respect he's earned. He says he's not aligned himself with people like Cody Rhodes and Powerhouse because they're wanting to align themselves with them with him. He says he's never complained about that abstention because he's a professional. He said he was taught to be a good soldier to get opportunities, then questions why people assume he could change the result of his relationship with Tony Khan when he had to go to Mexico for a chance at a championship goal. Then he complains about having his own action figure and says he will defend his triple A Latin American title of honor and prestige. So we go to that match now. QT Marshall does defend the AAA Latin American title against Gravity, but before the match can start, he grabs a microphone, mobs Gravity before he tells him that you should just leave, but Gravity slaps him. So once the match officially starts, Gravity hits an arm drag off the ropes, then hits the second one and falls with a draw kick, sends him crashing out of the ring. Gravity looks to go flying over the top rope and takes out QT Marshall. And then gets it back in the ring and then climbs to the top rope. But QT catches him with a right hand midair and actually bells back out to the outside where Gravity hits Tierra. Slokes go flying off the air, but QT catches him with a powerbomb, catches him, and the powerbombs him on the apron as we have a commercial break. After the break, Gravity hits a pair of chops to QT, but QT says they crashing to the mouth with a right hand, but Gravity comes over with a Canadian Destroyer. He falls with a close eye in the corner, looks for a crossbody off the ropes, but QT catches him with a backbreaker, plants him. Looks at playing Gravity, but he counters another T-Heroes. Falls with a series of kicks and a German suplex. QT sits them on the top where it looks for a diamond cutter, but Gravity fights him off and escapes. Hits a chop and uppercut. Climbs to the middle rope and gets QT up on the shore so that they modify far fall away slam. But QT comes back with a diamond cutter and a fall away 13 driver. That's basically like a suplex turned to a powerbomb to retain the title at 8 minutes and 49 seconds. Honestly, this was actually a really fun match between both these guys there. I get this one 6 out of 10. And then we head over to a video from Dark Order. It says they look like they're they're looking to rebuild other angry and selfish people like them. Then we go to a non-title match. TNT champion Luchasaurus goes well with Ren Jones. Ren Jones hits the right hand, falls with an uppercut, but Luchasaurus catches with a kick, plays with a choke sound, and delivery to the back of the head for the quick win at a minute nine. I just want three out of ten. Then we go to our main event, tag team match, woman Shane Curse. Sheeta. Teams of Perfect go against Soraya and Tony are the Outcast. Basically, the preview of the women's title match at all in. Outcast waits on Dice, got to recover Sheehan Britt Baker. She and Storm brought on the outside Baker to slam plate Soraya, runs throws, but Rubisol grabs the rank from the outside, opens the door for Soraya to center in the top turn bowl, then takes in Storm. Storm follows her stance and hits a pair of chops, sends her to the top turn bowl, face first, follow an uppercut, hits a suplex, and another chop, jams her knee into the back of the neck. Sarah fires her knees from the apron as Storm strikes the referee and Storm hits a hip attack. Sets a crash deal outside of a solo fires Brian Hams and stomps. <laughs> but TBS champ Chris Dow appears in the door and Drake sold to the back on her shores as we go to a commercial break. After the break, the outcast takes her and holds the woman's title. Sarah raises her breaker on the outside, dons her back in the ring. Storm takes and goes back for her, but as a trade forms, Fort Baker hits a neck breaker, takes in Sheeta. She fires her strikes on Storm, hits a running knee, gets her up on her shorts before she sends Storm's crashing in the mat, and then suplexes Soraya on top of her. Storm hits a chop for Sheeta, catches with an enziguri, then Storm catches Breaker with a German suplex, and then Soraya takes and she tucks break, chucks Baker across the ring for Brett officially takes in, and the outcast take her with a double powerbomb. Soraya and Baker begin brawling as Sheeta and Storm do the same, then Baker takes Soraya with a form before she plains her. Baker looks her with a neck breaker, goes for the cover, but Tony Swan breaks up the pin. Then Baker looks to call it the lock jump, but sorry, grabs the referee's leg. Storm sprays Shia in the face and spray paint and applies Shia. Actually, hits Breaker to form, opens the door to first ready to hit Breaker with the nightcap for the win at 11 minutes and 55 seconds. Honestly, I could not get into this main event. I kind of thought it was boring, to be honest with you. I give this one 4 out of 10. 
And then after the match, Rhea then grabs the women's cell, but Tony Storm looks to grab from her. They start arguing, but who holds the women's cell? Then inside, they both hook together to close at night two of Fighter Fest. Honestly, I, I'm going to be brutally honest. This is a skippable show, to be honest with you. On honestly, on if I had to pick one match, I'd say check out the AAA Latin American title match. An international title match will probably would be number two. Basically, watch the two title matches and then skip the rest of the show. Honestly, overall score, I just want four out of ten. But that is uh, AEW Rampage Fire Fest Night Two. And then we'll head over to Saturday, August 26th shows. We'll kick it over with night 11 of the Stardust Five-Star Grand Prix Tournament. And on this show, it's just, uh, we have a red and blue stars match. So we kick it over with Tag Team at Black Desires, New Black Tag Team, Star Kid, Mo Watanabe, Devin Hanako, and Zai Ida, Submission via Chicken Winglock, 7 minutes and 11 seconds. In Tag Team Action, Waka Tutsuyama and Rame of Club Phoenix defeating Lady C and Mayu Amasaki of Queen's Quest via Tombstone Polydriver at 7 minutes and 34 seconds. In Tag Team Action, we have God's Eye, Suri, and Amy Sora defeating Cosmic Angels, God Starship, Natsupoi, and Yuna Mistamori via Blue Thunder Bomb, 10 minutes and 27 seconds. Six Woman Tag Team, we have our Star Champ, Tekla, Mega Bay, and May Sarah defeating Stars IWGB, Woman Champ, Mayu Itani, Hina, and Mobile Congo via F5, 9 minutes and 15 seconds. Excuse me. First of three blue five star green pre matches. There was supposed to be four, but I'll get to the cancel match after this. So the only red stars match non title, not to heat go Tora, defeating World Star Champ Tam Nakano via Swan Tump on 11 minutes and 16 seconds. And Champ for Champ Blue Stars match, Wonder R Star Champ Mirai, defeating R Star Champ Julia via Larry, 12 minutes and 17 seconds. In the main event from Blue Stars, Micah defeating Yutami High Shista for Mitchinoku Drive number two. 13 minutes and 50 seconds. The other Red Stars block match was supposed to be on the show was New Blood Tag Champs are kid. But first, sorry, Kamatani, but unfortunately, due to some content, getting injured on the first night, she had to forfeit the rest of her matches. So, Star Kid gets an automatic uh, win. So, standings after 9 11 and f- from Red Stars in first place, Natsuhiko Toro with 10 points, five wins, two losses. Second place, Gus Star Champ, not to play with nine points, four wins, zero losses, one draw. In third place, IWGB Womanship, Mayu Itani has seven points, three wins, two losses, one draw. Siri also has seven points. She has three wins, one loss, one draw. In fourth place, Suzuki with six points, three wins, two losses. Fifth place, World of Star Champ, Tim Nicole has five wins, two wins, one loss, one draw. Sixth place, New Blood Tag Champ, Star has four points, two wins, two losses. And Suzuki also has four points, but has two wins and three losses. Amy Sewer comes to 7th place with 2 points, 1 win, 2 losses. In last place, Summer Kamatani, 0 points, 0 wins, 9 losses. And in Blue Source, in 1st place, 1 or Star Chain, Mirai and Mary Shirakoa. Both have 6 points, 3 wins, 2 losses. Momo Wanta also has 6 points, but she has 3 wins, 1 loss. A 0 losses, sorry. 2nd place, Other Star Chain, Julia has 5 points, 2 wins, 2 losses, 1 draw. And Micah also has 5 points, but she has 2 wins, 1 loss, 1 draw. Third place, Scott Star Champ, Sari Anu has four points, one win, three losses, two draws. You told me how she's a Ryan May also have four points, but they both have two wins two, and two losses. And Asumi also has four points, but she has two wins, three losses. And Heenan comes in last place with two points, one win, and four losses. So it's stardom. Then we head over to Big Japan Pro Wrestling in Tokyo. They were inside Cork and Hall. So we kick it off with Tag Dimension, Brian and Shu and Andy Wu, defeating Kazuki Hashimoto and Tatsuhiko Yashino. Feet this faction, 7 minutes and 32 seconds. 
and tag team match with Demonji Zoe and Kota, Saki Fuda defeat Layden Buzzer and Tempesa, defeat Black Rain other than 11 and a half minutes, and a tag team barbar board match, Abdullah Kabashi and Ryu Ito defeat Kinko or Hashino and Mesa Takata, via Clutch 10 minutes and 43 seconds. Six man tag match. We had Yokohama Show Street. Six man tag team Hayoshi Kamatani, team of Ryu Hama and Yasumi Nakinano. Defeating Hearts on Fire, World Strong Heavyweight Champ Oyagi and Shahiro Iri. Along with Takara Kato via backdrop 11 minutes and uh, 50 seconds. And then in the tag team Light 2 match. Masada Takahashi and Yasugi Ito defeating two thirds of the Yokohama Shop Street six man tag champions. Deathmatch Heavyweight Champ Yuki Ishikawa and Kazumi Kitayuta via Octopus Inc. 11 minutes and 57 seconds. And a tag match Dosaki Sakimao and Katsumasa Yoshida defeating Big Japan tag champ Takara No More and Daishi Hashimoto via Tombstone Piledriver at 16 minutes. In the main event for the junior heavyweight title, Champion Kaji Tomato defeating Chanhiro Shoki via Red Eye 15 minutes and 56 seconds to retain the title. So it's Big Japan for wrestling. And we get over to Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling Summer Happy Summer Vacation. So we kick it off with Kai Torbon to beat Ray Okaboy, 5 minutes and 46 seconds. Triple, th- triple threat match, my hero, Kurioka defeat Shino Suzuki and Hayo Niko, 5 minutes and 37 seconds. Tag team match, we had Hikari Noah and Toga defeating Haru Katsuzaro and Hyper Masao, 10 minutes and 40 seconds. Non title match, print- international friendship, Ranked Tetsuzumi defeat Demonto Dose, 10 minutes and 6 seconds. In a tag team summer party death match, Prince of the Princess Chip, Masuki and Hamurari defeat Palm Heart, Juku, and Shoko Nakajima, 14 minutes and 36 seconds. In the main event, six woman tag team match with Moka Mayamoto, Yuki Ino, and Raku defeat Wakana Yuhira, Maya Watanabe, and Suzume, 15 minutes and 40 seconds. So, uh, Tokyo Joshi Paul Wrestling. Then we head over to Pro Wrestling Noah's N1 Victory Night 7. So this is the second to last night of block action as the finals are on Sunday, September 3rd. So we came with tag team action Kai, Fujimura, and Daisy Osawa defeating Alejandro and Yu Owada via all will drop in 8 minutes. Our first tournament match of the show, this is from A-Block, GC tag team Timothy Thatcher de- defeating Adam Brooks 9 minutes and 47 seconds. Then we have our two a champion for champ B block match. National champion El Hijo de Wagner Jr. defeating GC tag team section Huxley via Hurricane at 10 minutes and 4 seconds. Back to A block. Jack Morris defeating Yuki Yoshioka via Tiger Driver 9 minutes and 58 seconds. Our second of three non Torah matches. Six man tag match. Good looking guys. Anthony Green, Yohane Tonaske defeating Stallion Rogers, Hajime Aura, and Sehiki Yoshioka via BFL on Rogers 9 minutes and 27 seconds. 26 seconds. Back to B block. Go show soccer versus Minava Soy into the 30 minute time limit draw. So both men get an extra point. Get a point each choice. Non title A block. GC Heavyweight Champ Jiggly defeating Yoshiiki Iomura via FBS 10 minutes and 15 seconds. Third and final tag match. Junior with Jim Hayata and Yuma Enzai. He was actually supposed to have a B block match against Daiki Emba, but Daiki Emba had to forfeit his last three matches due to dizziness. So that's why he didn't have a block match. Defeating Kitukimia and Judy Milwaukee via German Suplex, 12 minutes and 8 seconds. Uh, back to B Block, Ketsuhiko Nakajima defeating the Lance in an OA via Spike, 10 minutes and 36 seconds. 
In the main event, an A block, Kendall defeat Massa Kane BFA Kendall special, 15 minutes and 41 seconds. Sustains after night seven. In A block, first place, GC over Jim Jiggly with 10 points, four wins, zero losses, two draws. Second place, Kendall, eight points, four wins, and two losses. So those two men will face off on today's show, which I'll get to when we talk about the Sunday shows, where the winner will will be the eight block winner. So basically, anyone under Kendall has been eliminated. So in third place, Masakimi and Jack Morris both tied with seven points, three wins, two losses, one draw. Fourth place, GC Tachim, Timothy Thatcher, and y- Yuki Yoshioka both have six points, three wins, three losses. Adam Brooks comes in fifth place with four points, two wins, four losses. In last place, Yoshiki Inamore has zero points, no wins, six losses. Then in B block, National Team El Hidro de Wagner Jr. and Katsuhiko Nakajima have eight points, four wins, two losses. And Lance Inoue has eight points, four wins, three losses. So, spoiler, he was supposed to face Doggy Emba on the final night, but like I said, Emba had to forfeit. So, Lance Inoue ends his tournament with eight points. Go Shosaki Meno is so have seven points, three wins, two losses, one draw. So basically, Wagner Nakajima, Go Shosaki, and Soya are the only four remaining that could win out B block, which I'll talk about later in the show. And then last week, GC Tech Team, Section Hugs, and Yuma Enzyme both have four points, two wins, and four losses. And Daigi Emba also has four points, but he has two wins and five losses. So it's and Noah. Anyway, over to Dragon Gate, Gate and Adventure Night 8. So we kick it off with a tag match. Misakimo Shuki and Ryu Fudo defeating Yoshihiki Kato and Ryo Tanaka via pinfall 8 minutes and 21 seconds. 8 man tag team match with Ultimate Dragon, Keiji Tora, Takashi Yoshida, and Punch Tamanaga defeating Kung Fu Masters, Jason Lee, Jackie Fung, Kame, Honolulu, and Super Shalon 2 via Pine Apple Bomber 10 minutes and 20 seconds. Six-man tag team match with Seabrats, Open to Brave Kid Jim, Ichin, Kai, and Hyo defeating the Machines, Karaoke, Shohiko, and Strong Machine, Ishikawa via Friendly Fire Lariat, 5 minutes and 58 seconds. Champ for Shin match, this is about the Open to 20 Gate Champions, Yusushi Khan defeating the other Open to 20 Gate Champion holder, Shimushu Mushuki via Pinfall, 8 minutes and 6 seconds. Six-man tag match with Naturifies, Big Bosh Mojo, and UT. Team of Ita defeating the Dragons, Dragon Kid, and Dragon Diem. Team of Suji Kondo via Shot Put Slam on Kondo in 8 minutes. In the main event, eight-man tag match, we had Gold Class, Open to Triangle Gym, Kota Minor, and Ben K. Team of Open to Dream Gate Gym, Madoka, Kitty Yota, and Trump Machine J. Defeat another holder of the Open to Triangle Gate Champion, Miraki Doi, BB Hawk, Yamal, and Kazi. Via Masakari, Unkazi in 18 minutes. And Open to Triangle, we found out earlier on today's Dragon Gate show, which I'll talk about actually at, during that show as well, about the Open to Triangle Gate titles. So that was Dragon Gate. And it will head over to AEW Collision. This is the third and final night of the Fighter Fest tour. So we kick it off with uh, the FTW Chief Jack Perry makes way down the ring as he's going to retire the FTW title. This is yet. It's sorry, he sucked in the you suck chain. He took the microphone and says, Things are never easy. Then he says he is the greatest FTW champion in history as he felt I'll go but he felt to say nice words about the tell. He said it was a good tell that misunderstood at times. And he said Tal has grown near dear to his heart because the people who looked at the history of the tell. His face will be next to it. Then he told projection to air a montage all the good times at the FTW title. 
So we get a slideshow of Jack Perry spending everyday, everyday moments with the title, and then like hanging out at the pool neighborhood and even taking a shower and brushing his teeth, which I kind of laugh at those things. Then Perry said it was time to send the FTW title to a better place. Perry grabbed a sledgehammer from under the table. As the lights went out, we see a video air of Hook doing push-ups on the streetlight. He said he'd be returned to a takes what's his. Then back at the arena, Hook was already behind Perry. He tosses him around the... It, wow. Get my tongue twisted here. Around the ring, Hook sets up a table in the corner and then T-Bone on suplexes him for the table. Lays the FTW title over Perry, as he said, Wembley on Sunday, which we already... If you've seen spoilers... You knew it was happening, but it was confirmed on, on trip this past Thursday that it was on going to be on CRL, which I'll tell when we tell it all in. And we get a field package of the MJF Adam Cole Bromans video leading up to the, their two matches at all in. Then we go to our first match of the show, Trios Action, International Champ Orange Cassidy, Pentagon Jr., and Eddie Kingston versus the Butcher, the Blade, and Kip Sabian. So both teams brawled to the outside for the Butcher and Blade took down Kings for a double team Larry. Pentagon picks. Sent, kicks Butcher in the core and gives Blade a Death Valley Drive onto him. For Kip Sabian pulls Pentagon crotch first in the ring post. For Sabian and Cassie trade roll-ups. Cassie gets hit with a boot and a double sidewalk sign from Butcher in the Blade. And Kip Sabian goes for the cover only got a two count. Sabian and Cassie trade counters. For Sabian hits Cassie with an infrared cannonball. Blade takes it and hits an orange with a lightning spiral. As we go to a pitcher and pitcher break. We come back from break. Sabian, Butcher, and Blade cut the ring in half on, on Cassidy and also take it down Tripping Kingston and Pentagon off the apron, but Cassie managed to uh, fend them off and brings in Pentagon for the hot take. Pentagon hits Sling Blades, then he hits Kip with a Canadian Shore. Butcher asked for, and then he got hit with it. Kingston takes it, and both Kingston and Butcher were taking, trying to take a job with Larry's before Butcher goes for the power, but he got him with Insecurity. Kingston hits Saving with a series of elbows and a corner Larry, then he gives Kip a, and Blade both machine gun chops in the corner. Saving was swarmed before Kingston hits Kip with Explorer. Pentagon hits Kip with a Michinoku driver. Then he got hit with an orange punch during the uh, Michinoku driver before Kingston hits a sliding lariat for the win at 9 minutes and 38 seconds. Really fun uh, opening trails match. I just won 6 out of 10. And plus this gives Kingston Cassidy Pentagon momentum heading into the Stadium Stampede match all in. Then after the match, best friends Chuck Taylor and Trimper join their fellow teammates. Then they call Blackpool coming for breaking Trent Mod's fame. Then Trent says, Stam Stampede, they aren't going to hug and have fun before he says their team's going to hurt the BCC and they're doing it for Sue, uh, Trent's mom. Kingston teased the pro, but Orange Cassidy took the microphone from before they speak. Power Powerful and BCC appear on the screen. John Moxley talks about Eddie Kingston made Stampede challenge and gave BC a choice of any tag partners. Santana says he's gone through a year of pain, struggle, and trouble. He's allowed him to see who the who it was real or not. Santana's all accommodates at Wembley Stadium. Four Kings leaves the rain march to the back while Claudio customers starts to speak. Claudio speaks how Eddie Kingston betrays everyone and money betrays his current team. Custom always says Kingston is a hypocrite and blames everyone by himself before RT says a wise man wants to you reap what you sow. Then the camera cuts to Eddie Kingston look for the BCC backstage. Who's house from backstage equipment? Got up to the camera. He's not surprised. Power Puff turned to the dark side. He said he's not going to change the fact he's going to gut them and then watch them die. They said he has Moxley get out this way. He said Moxley has a beautiful white child at home. They said he's going to bury Wither Yoda before this Claudio is his sweetheart and he's going to burn his car Claudio. Then he kisses the camera and walks away. I actually thought that was a really good problem for him. I bought the uh, Stadium Stampede match, which again I'll talk about when we get to the all out. And we get <clears throat> cut down to the sit down interviews from FTR Young Bucks. First one was the Young Bucks. 
how Cody came with FTR was for fuck the revival for Dax Howard. Talk about how that annoyed him. Hardwood talks about FTR being the best tag team in the world bars the Young Bucks before both teams went or trouble the hyping their match at Wembley. Thought it was a really good promo from the tag title match. Second match of the show, tag team action, Dark Orders, Alex Reynolds, and John Silver first Dears Martin and actually Andretti. Silver in action start the matchup with chain wrestling for Silver sends Andre to the court for tagging Reynolds to go after him before Andre tags in Darius Martin. Darius and Andre give Reynolds alternate strikes and then before they hit him with a double suplex and then they hit double draw kicks on John Silver. Silver blind takes him and hits a powerbomb on Andre on the knees of Reynolds. That guy too before Dargo used quick takes and maintain the numbers match over action Andretti. Before Andretti comes up with a Judo Road takes in Darius and Darius right hands on the Dark Order. Then he hits both of them with DDT at the same time and got a two count. Action takes it and tries helps take down Dark Order. For Darius gives Reynolds a brain buster and then Andre hits Reynolds with a slingshot 450. Goes for the cover but Silver broke up the pin. Silver tokes both men down with kicks before Andre comes over with a kick on Silver. Reynolds pops up. Andre into Silver's uppercut. Darius tries to find up Dark Order right hands core splashes but Dark Order catches with an alternate strikes. Silver hits him with a German suplex, and then Reynolds hits the jackknife pin for the win at 8 minutes and 36 seconds. Fun little tag match, because one 5 out of 10. Then we go back to the Lexineer interview Nick Wayne Darby Allen. Both thoughts on Christian Cage, Darren Wayne not to come to All In, before A.R. Fox cuts it and apologizes Nick Wayne. So it took him 16 years to make the AEW, so he panicked because he thought everyone lost faith in him after he lost to Orange Cassidy. He said he lost his father too. He handled his handle for a handshake. To say he has Wayne's back, but Nick Wayne just walked past him. Darby accepts a handshake, understands that Fox is sorry. Then we go to a rap video from the Acclaim train with Billy Gunn to hype up for their trails match at All In. Then we go to a field package of the for the women's soft field four match at All In. Then we go to our third match of the show. Big Bill goes with Ferry Morales. Ferry tries a quick start of the game, but got dragged down by present by Big Bill. Swollen by the hair, Stinger Splash, Big Boot, and then a delayed choke slam for the super quick win at a minute 39. I guess one four out of ten. Then after the match, Ricky Starks mugs Fairy by Fairy reminds of on Ricky Steambo. Then he was about to do the same thing. He just by whipping him, hits him with a few times with the belt. Then he's not feeling that next week he'll have a bigger strap. He says, for now, this would do pig. Then continues with Morris with the belt for the referees to up Starks and Big Bill before Starks mocks the referee for leaving. Fun little post match stuff. The Alexa Nears backstage Ruby so about cross pass with TBS and Chris Statlinger. Ruby gets in the camera and she challenges her for a match for the TBS title. Then she says Statlinger's more than a woman, but she'll always be less than an outcast. And by the way, this actually I'll talk about this in a minute. Then we go to our next match, Will Nightingale versus Robin Renegade. Robin hits got well in the headlock and then followed by Noogie. Then Nightingale powers out. Robin gets Will a drop hole in the second turnbuckle. Will takes a Raw with an elbow in the basement crossbody for a two count. Will hits Raw with two out of the three amigos, but before hitting over the Fisherman Buster for a two count. Robin solves at ringside. Will gives Shar a PK from the apron. Then Robin trips a Nightingale as we go to clutch break. We come back from break. Nightingale hits some axe handle strikes and then corner moves. Then plants her with a spine buster that gets a two count. As we see D Monte and Mercedes Martinez watch from backstage. Will get Nightingale misses a corner cannibal. Robin hits Will Nightingale with a draw kick for a two count. Robin says Nightingale in the ringside with a Yukasuka cut kick. Then Char teases with him Will with a double team suplex, but Will hits both sisters with a suplex at the same time before Will draws Robin with the babe with the power bomb. 
for the win at 8 minutes and 35 seconds. This was an alright uh, women's division match. I just won 5 out of 10. And then we get a video hot match for the Miro Powerhouse match all out. And Alexa here is with Chris Tyler. And asked her about the challenge. Tyler's her she's sick of this outcast. She said they're acting like children. She said Soho is going to act like a child. Mama's got to treat her like one. Then she's going to put her in timeout. Said she's sick of being stepped on and disrespect. So she steps her challenge for all out. Then we go to our fifth match on the show. Keith Lee goes with Sticky Dice. Dice does his hip swallow before Lee lets a grand old bass glory chant. Dice says he's outlandish. So Lee hits him with a stiff lyric, but Dice rolls by the right forearms. But Keith comes to a good then pounce, then spear bomb for the super quick win at a minute 35. I just want three out of 10. Then we go to a cinematic where FI Strisco and Preston fans have bags on their heads and they're getting beat up by random people. They got up and fought off the thugs before a person shown clap in the distance to say before a 2B continued graphic aired. And then Smojo makes his way down the ring for the main event as he's on commentary. And then the commentary runs in the all in cart and the video package for the real Edo World Time Action Scene Bugs Mojo all in. Then we go to a meet with the eight man tag match. TNT champ Luchasaurus sees with mogul Embassy Sports Dragon, Brian Cage, and Jay White. They're going to see him punk Darby in the mystery part with Hook. So Swerve and Punk square each other up early on before Punk got a hammerlock on Strickland. Strickland pressures Punk in the core to break the hole before Swerve wiggles way into a hit scissors. Punk caught him with a caught him with some, tried to go for GTS, but Swerve skates and takes in Jay White. And then Punk and White still in the ring as they were soaking both cheers and booze. And then before Jay demanded a state, enters the match, and when Punk went for the tag, Jay White tags from from behind to hit him with chops, but Punk comes with chops of his own. So Jay White draw kicks the cap of Punk. Punk recovers and comes with a back suplex. Hook takes it and works on White with gut punches before he takes does a takedown on White. Darby Allen takes him, works the wrist of Jay White. Punk takes him, continues to wrist manipulation. But what White rolls away when Sting was put taken. So Darby Luchasaurus taken. Dar Luchasaurus caught Darby off the springboard, but Sting blind takes and saves Allen. Sting and Darby hit Luchasaurus alternate corn splashes. Sting tried to go, or Punk tried to go for one of his own, but he got walked into a chokehold. And then Punk trips Punk, which the Luchasaurus catch up with a big boot as we have a pitcher and pitcher break. When we come back for break, uh, Mogul MC Luchasaurus and Jay White cut the ring out of CM Punk with tags. Punk got opportunity after Swerve made the Swerve stomp. Does little hooks, take and get the hot tag. Hits Swerve with a judo toss and gut punches, then hits with a Norlax suplex. Swerve blinds us Hook out of distraction from Jay White. Hook got it into the barricade, but White gets back or Hook gets back in for the 10 count. Brian Cage tags it and puts a boost to Hook as we go to another pitcher and pitcher break. Then after the second pitcher and pitcher break, the heels can we're gonna have on Hook. Cage hooks. Hook hits Kate, Brian Cage with a T-bone suplex for a window of opportunity. For Brian, recovers and knocks Sting and Darby off the apron. Hook hits Cage with our suplex. Hook gives Punk a hot take. Punk cleans house and then takes out White and sort of running moves. Punk hits White with a body slam, then hits him with an elbow drop while White distracts where sort of nails Punk with a flatliner. And then everybody gets their spot in spot. Once things die down, Brian Cage hits over to release that fight, but Punk catches with a GTS, then puts it in the cleaning clutch for the submission win at 21 minutes and 7 seconds. This was a fun little 8-man tag. It's one 7 out of 10. Honestly, only complaint is Austin did not need to go 21 minutes. This should have been at least 15 and 16 minutes at the absolute most. 
but overall fun little uh, six man tag. And after match, Joe asked now if he could tag Punk down in the match, which I did laugh at. <laughs> and so they both said, yeah, so Joe storms around and attacks Punk with fears of strikes. Jack Perry runs up the brawl with Hook. Sting and Darby double-team swerve as we get a brawl that, and that promote all in. So Hook and Perry end up in the crowd. Joe hits Punk in the head with the real Edo World Tough. Darby T's grabbed Joe, but Joe backs up the ramp the close of this week's uh, collision. Overall fun little collision episode. Honestly, overall score, I get this one 6 out of 10. Honestly, I would just recommend checking out the opening match and the main event. The trios match and eight-man tag are the only two I recommend uh, checking out. But that was AEW Collision. And then we'll go to NWA's 75 Night 1. So the pre-show matches with Robert Anthony and Jake Dumas, 5 minutes, 40 seconds. The tournament test for the United States Tag Team Tiles, Daisy Kale and Tolaus defeating the Fixers, Jake Bradley and Wrecking Ball Lurski, 7 minutes and 14 seconds. Scion defeating Jordan Clearwater, 6 minutes and 49 seconds. And then a... In a fatal five match tournament for the junior we tell Jack Cartwheel defeat Alex Taylor, Eric Jackson, Coda, Loxon, Mana, and Matt Fine. Six minutes and 27 seconds. So the actual starts, show starts with the women's television title. Maxine Payer defeating champion Kenzie Page. Six minutes, four seconds to win the title. For the fake hate national heavyweight title triple threat match. Solid Mason defeating Kratos and Alderson. Nine minutes and 14 seconds. In a no disqualification match, Joel Alonso defeating Homicide. Ten minutes and two seconds. In a tag team match, Rough of the Cloud and Yabba the Cloud, the bros of fun instruction, defeating Magnum Muscle, Dax Draper, and Mims, 6 minutes and 14 seconds. For the junior weight title, challenger Kobe Kareem defeating Shaby Kerry Moore to win the title at 12 minutes and 9 seconds. And another no disqualification match, this time is Jack Stane getting the win over Tim Storm by referee's decision, 3 minutes and 9 seconds. And a woman's title, and I won't get the internship, uh, Burke Invitational Gala match. Kenzie Page being Allison K, CJ, Heather Menor, La Brava Escobar, Women's Television, Maxine Paler, MJ Jenkins, Ruthie J, Samantha Starr, Surya Taylor Rising, and the WOAD. 15 minutes and 14 seconds. So she'll meet the winner of the Women's Television match on night two of NWA 75. And by the way, Jack Carro, he will meet Kobe Carino for the junior title on night two as well. Matt Cardone to be Ricky Moore in five minutes, 26 seconds. For the World Tag Team Tallest, Blood Force Strong, Carnage, and Damage, defeating the Champions, LeBellion, Beyonce 66, and Mega Wolf, 9 minutes and 16 seconds. So they'll defend the Tallest against the Crockett Cup winners, Mike Noggs and Trap Murdoch on night two. And then even for the Women's Tall in a No Limits match, Champion Camille defeating Natalia Markova, 15 minutes and 37 seconds. So Camille will defend the title against Kenzie Page on night two. But that was NWA 75 night one. And we'll head over to GCW versus. Renegades of Wrestling Night 2. We kick it up with a Fatal Six Way match. Fun time field to beat. I think Kava, Hector Jones, Jarvis, Levi Nixon, and Murdoch, 8 minutes and 5 seconds. Triple Threat match. Carly Evans to beat Ellie Catch, Step to Lander, 10 minutes and 4 seconds. Effie to beat Loji Hendricks, 12 minutes and 32 seconds. For the women's title, Aisha de- de- retains over Mikey Ito, 12 minutes and 58 seconds. For the AAA Mega Tile, Alhito defeat Kingo, defeat Ahmed Osman, 13 minutes and 57 seconds. Extreme Champion Joey Janelle and JXT defeat the Bastion Brothers, 24 minutes and 57 seconds. In the main for the ROW title, Caveman Ugg retains over Grant K. Loco. So that was GCW versus ROW. And then we'll head over to 
today's show, Sunday, August 27th. So we will kick it off with M1 Victory Night 8. This is the final block action. So we'll find out the uh, A block and B block winners. So opening match, six-man time match. Good looking guys. Anthony Green, Yohei Tadasuke, defeating Tsuki Yoshikawa, Hajime Ojimai Shuji Kano, six minutes and 48 seconds via drug on Ohara. Then our first uh, tournament action from B-Block, GC Tag Jam, Saxon Huxley, gets the win over Yuma Enzai, nine minutes and 28 seconds via Neck King Bomb. Then A-Block, Yuki Ishikawa defeating Yoshiiki Inamura, seven minutes and 26 seconds via Battle Hook. And another A-Block match, GC Tag Jam, Timothy Thatcher defeating Masakimiya, 10 minutes and 26 seconds via uh, Fujiwa Armbar. Another A-Block match, Adam Brooks losing to Jack Morris, 10 minutes and 11 seconds via Cobra Twist. And then in six minute tag match with Stingers, Junior Tag James, Chris Rodri and Daga, Timo Yushiro Elgawa, defeating Asuji Kojige, High 69, and Kai Fujimura, Alamed 17th Dale Wayne and Fujimura. Then a 10 minute tag match, Kitakimia, Katayuki Fujita, Lance Inayale, Junior Richem Hayata and Ita, defeating Naimo Jamir Fuji, Masada Tanaka, Stanley Rogers, Alejandro Junta Milwaukee, 14 minutes and 14 seconds via Transformer Sean Wizard on Rogers. Then in B block, Minoma Soy defeating National Champ El Hijo de Wagner Jr., 12 minutes, 7 seconds via jumping DDT. Then our final B block match, Go Shosaki defeating Katsuhiko Nakajima, 14 minutes, 53 seconds via Strong Larry. And due to them both having a title of a draw on each other, we will have a tiebreaker match after the A block match, which I'll get to in a second. So our final A block match, Kendall gets the win over GC over Champ Jake Lee, 22 minutes, 38 seconds via uh, firing. Then the main event in a B block, uh, Tiebreaker match. Go Shosaki to be in Nova Soya. 22 minutes and 33 seconds on Larry. So the finals of the 2023 M1 victory. Go Shosaki from B Block will meet the A Block winner, Keno. And the final standings from tournament action. So in A Block in first place, GC over Jim Jiggly has 10 points, 4 wins, 1 loss, 2 draws. And Keno also has 10 points, but he's 5 wins, 2 losses. So he advances due to the tiebreaker. Jack Morris comes in second place with 9 points, 4 wins, 2 losses, 1 draw. Third place, GC Tech Jam, Timothy Thatcher, and Yuki Yoshioka. Both have eight points, four wins, three losses. Masakimiya comes in fourth place with seven points, three wins, three losses, one draw. Fourth, uh, fifth place, sorry, Adam Brooks with four points, two wins, five losses. And in last place, Yoshiiki Moore has zero points, zero wins, seven losses. Then we go to B Block. Go Shosaki and Soya. Both have nine points, four wins, two losses, one draw. Shosaki advances to the tiebreaker over Soya. Second place, National Gym El Hijo de Wagner Jr., Katsuhiko Nakajima, and Lance Inayale have both have eight points, four wins, three losses. Third place, GC Tech Gym Saxon Huxley has six points, three wins, four losses. And last place, Dagi Emba and Yuma Enzai both have four points, two wins, and five losses. So on September 3rd, that is Kennel for Go Shosaki is the finals. Then we head over to All Japan Pro Wrestling's Royal World Tournament. This is day four. This is where the semifinals and finals are happening. So we kick it off with Pale One and Right. Anyway, losing to Right, Anabite and Ugly Bond. Seven minutes and 36 feet of 450 splash. Then our first of two semifinal matches. Raki Honda defeating Swam. Suwama. Seven minutes and 18 seconds via final fin. And the final semifinal match. Satoshi Kojima defeating Suji Ishikawa. 10 minutes and 44 seconds via Larry. So our finals of the 2023 Royal World Tournament will be Honda versus Kojima. Then in tag match, we had Hayo Tamar and Kazuma Sakimoto of Bulk Orchestra defeating Hokuto Amori and Naoki Tensaki. 9 minutes 32 seconds via Jack and Ron Amori. 
And it's a winner takes all match for the Ultimate Pro Wrestling TV six man tag titles and the KOD six man tag titles. The, so the winners is Eruption, Yuki Ishi, Sakaguchi, Saki Akai, and Hidari Okatani defeating the Ultimate TV ta- six man tag champs, ATM t- Takawa Mori, and Bla- Black Manzara, Immense 51, via Jump Front Kick on ATM. So Eruption keep their KOD six man tag, but also win the Ultimate TV six man tag titles. And for the Gleet G Infinity titles, Champion Saito Bros, June and Ray Saito, defeating the Challengers Black Generation International, Kuro Suzuki and Harley Jackson, 11 minutes and 1 since cycle break on Jackson. Then in a 10-man tag match, we had Yuji, Naga Evolution, Dan Tamara, and Hikari Saito, the Kuro No More Informant, all known as Astronauts, defeating World Tag Champ, Kento Miyahara, All-Asian Tag Team Champ, Yoshitatsu, I'm oh, sorry, World Tag Team Champions, Triple Crown, which are Yuma Oyagi, and Kitomi Hura, you all Asia Tag Team, Yoshitazu, Razuazu, and Aizuki Oyage. 13 minutes, 15 to defeat Ned Godalak, number four on Yoshitazu. In the main event, the finals of the 2023 Royal World Tournament, Satoshi Kojima defeat Raki Honda, and 17 minutes for Illyria. Satoshi Kojima win the tournament for the first time, and he will challenge Yuma Oyagi for the Triple Crown on September 3rd. So that was all Japan Pro Wrestling. And then we'll head over to DDT. Memories of Summerification Day 3. So we kick it off with Yuki Ino and Akiko defeating Unity and Illusion. Even as 38 said that was a pre-show match. So the main show starts with Damnation TA, Renor Fujita, Ken and MJ Paul defeating KOD Tatchev Omega, Oberforge, Mike Oyoshi, and Yuji Ino and Ryuka. Eight minutes for this via Sleep and Hallow. In a non-titled triple threat match. Saki Kai's photo book. Garcia defeating Antonio Honda. Extreme Jim Kazuki Hayara. 8 minutes and 22 seconds. And speaking of Saki Kai. In a 10th anniversary match in volume 3. 6 man tag Jim Saki Kai. Defeating Densuki Dino. 6 minutes and 51 via referee stoppage. Then an 8 man tag match we had. Six-man tag champ Hidagi Okitani, Burning Yusuke Okanya, Koryoku, and Yuki Nana defeat Haramon's Katsusha Hayaguchi and Yuki Ishida, Tima Takashi Masa, and Toi Kojima. Nine minutes 57 cents via double arm suplex. And a Hiroshima 22nd anniversary six-man tag match. Hiroshima, Yuzuri Yaro, and Kan Oka defeat Dasaki Sakimoto, Sinhir Takagi, and six-man tag champ Yuki Sakaguchi. 14 minutes 15 cents with Samato. Sasaki Sasaki defeating Mo via crossface. In the main event, tag team match, we had KOD, Opoi Jim, Chris Bros, and Yuki Ino defeating Shahiro Iri and Jun Akiyama. 19 minutes and 49 cents via Prey Mantis Bomb. So that was DDT. And we'll head over to Stars 5 Star Grand Prix Night 12. So initially we had blue and red source block, but we go with a triple threat. Walking to Yama Devi, Mario Amasaki, and Hanigo, five minutes and 26 seconds fit Aussie suplex. Intent to match Maggie May May, Sarah Devi, Queen Quest, Utami Hai, she's a lady C, seven minutes and 39 feet at five. Intent to match we had God's Eyes, one star champ Mariah and Suri, defeating Cosmic Angels, one star champ Tam Nakata, and yeah, Miss Mori, 10 minutes 15 feet Suzuki, I'm Miss Mori. Six woman tag match, we had. 
Donald Amaz, RSR Champions, Julian Tekla, Team of Micah, Defeating Stars, RWGB, Women's Champion, Mayo Itani, Sai Ida, and Mobile Congo. 9 minutes and 28 seconds. So we kill our 5-star grade free matches. First of two Blue Star matches, Sorry New defeating Heenan. 7 minutes and 9 seconds for Tandal. So Enu goes up to 6 points with 2 wins, 2 loss, 3 losses. And Heenan stays at 2 points with 1 win, 5 losses. And our other Blue Star match, Ryan defeating Mobile Watanabe. 11 minutes and 53 seconds for once upon a time. So Ryan goes to 6 points. She has 3 wins, 2 losses. And Mobile Watanabe has 3 wins and 1 loss. And for scoring, I'm just going for the competitors competing. Then our first of two Red Star matches, Emmy Sora defeating New Blood Tag Team Star Kid, 11 minutes and 56 seconds. So some Emmy Sora has two wins and two losses, so she's at four points. Star Kid stays at four points, but she has two wins and three losses. And in last place, not the er, sorry, our er, main event, our final Red Stars match, Natsuhiko Tor defeating Gun Star Team Natsupoi, 12 minutes 24 since Swan Tom Bomb. So Natsuhiko Tor goes up to 12 points as she has six wins and two losses. And Natsupoi has nine points, but she has four wins, one loss, and one draw to those. <clears throat> Excuse me. That was stardom. It will go over to Big Japan Pro Wrestling. So we can go with the Summer Festival. So we can go with Daji Hashimoto being Yokohama Shamashiri, 6 main tag team, Kasumi Kitayuta at 11 minutes 55 seconds. Yokohama Shamashiri, 6 main tag team, Hayoshi Kamatani, and Yuki Ishikawa, the deathmatch champion. That's two thirds of the 6 main champs. Defeat Ryo Ido and Tampaso, 12 minutes and 3 seconds. Abdul Kabashi and Masa Takahashi defeat Yusumi Nakanyoli and Royal Strong Hubboy champion Yue Oyagi, 12 minutes and 26 seconds. And then even in a In a nine-man battle world, World Strong Heavyweight Champion, Iyo Oyagi defeat Abdul Kabashi, Dachi Hashimoto, Yokohama Shaw Street, six-man tag team, Hayoshi Kamatani, Yokohama Shaw Street, six-man tag team, Kazumi Kitayuta, Misa Takahashi, Rai Ito, Yusufai Naganali, and Yokohama Street, six-man tag team, and uh, Deathmatch Heavyweight Champion, Yuki Ishikawa. And then the other uh, Big Japan show that was on the same day, they were in Gama, Japan. We had laid on Buzzer defeating Kota Tsukifuda in an eight, eight and a half minutes. Inuwa and Ryohama defeating Sasuke Nagano and Yuki Togai, 10 minutes and 35 seconds. Junior Richem, Kaji Tomeo, and Kota Tsukifuda defeating Katsuki Hajimo and Tsuki Nagao, 13 minutes and 37 seconds. And Inuwa and Ryohama defeating Kankor Hajino and Layton Buzzer, 8 minutes and 56 seconds. So that was uh, Big Japan shows. Then we head over to Dragon Gate's Gate of Avenger night number 10. I'm sorry, this should be night number 9. So we can go six man tag match with gold classes. Kota Minor, Ben K, BB Hulk defeat Natural Vibes, Big Boss, Mushu, UT, and Kazi. 10 minutes, 14 Sophia, Live Up Style, Spear on UT. Then Jackie Funk can make to be Ryu Fudo. 8 minutes, 31 Sophia, JFK. 
Then an eight man tag match we had Ultimate Dragon, Jiggy Horiguchi, Open the Twenty Gate Champ, Yusuji Kanda, and Shahiko Boy defeat Kijitora, Takashi Yoshida, Punch Tamanaga, and Hole Loom, 11 minutes and 9 cents via Pinfall and Loom. Then a tag team match we had D Curges with Doka Kitayota and Dragon Dia, defeating Nantrofosh, Draw Machine J, and Jason Lee, 10 and a half minutes via Roller and Lee. Then the main event in a six man tag match, Naraki Dua, Yamaha, and Dragon Kid defeating Seabrats, Kai, Hio, and Open the Brave Kid Champ, Ejim, 14 minutes, 44 via Slide Kick and Hile. And by the way, the Open the Triangle Tiles unfortunately had to be vacated due to Mayor had torn his ACL, so they had to vacate the titles. But that was. Uh, Dragon Gate. And then the close of this week's show, we will topple all in. So that was. So we'll go into that now. So we so we had two pre-show matches. So we're gonna kick it off with. So for the pre-show, I'm just talking about the match. I'm not talking about anything else that happened during it, just the matches itself. So we can go for the ring or tag team toss. Ozzy Open call for Mark Davis. Defense against AEW World Champ MJF and Adam Cole. So MJF and Adam Cole tried to do their pose in the ring, but they were jumped behind from Ozzy Open to start this matchup. MJF was isolated, trying to go for the king real quick, but he was cut off. And then MJF hit the top toe on Mark Davis, but he actually partnered a hit button called Fletcher in the groin before better than you baby battle back. Cole held the ropes on for MJF while Ozzy Open were at ringside, but Ozzy Open pulls Cole out of the ring to break it up. Then they try isolate. They isolate MJF to avoid the double Larry attempt. Then they hit another MJF hits a king road kick on Aussie Open, and he points his Cortez and call. They hit the double close on Fletcher to get the win at seven minutes and forty five seconds to win the eight oh world tag team titles. Honestly, I'm actually really shocked they won the titles. Honestly, but really fun opening match. I just won seven out of ten. But fun little opening pre show match there. And then we go to the main event of the pre-show, FTW Tall Online FTW Rules Match. Jungle Boy Jack Perry defends against Hook. And then, so Hook went to the store and they start brought on the ramp to start this match off. And then Perry got Hook on the hood card and hit the Senton on top of it. Laurel's going to into this real glass crowd river, taking a shot at CM Punk there. And, oh, sorry, it was a rolling thunder. That's what it was. And then Hook suplexed for the front of the car. And then Perry took Hook to back to rings. I hit the drive DT off the barricade. came. And then they move the match in the ring, and then Jack Perry hits a fan terminator, then drops off the throws to taunt the crowd. Then he suplex Hook, then super kicks him when he stood up, but Hook avoids the move, hits a back-to-back bridge and suplexes for a couple of two counts. Hook hits Perry in the head with a trash can, then before avoiding a low blow, hits a suplex in the corner for a two count before Jack Perry comes with a tiger drive for a two count of his home. Then he plays a trash can over Hook and went to the top where Hook 
avoid it. Slings a trash can over Perry said, clovered him a few times, and locks a red rum to regain the FTW title at 8 minutes and 20 seconds. Fun little uh, main event pre-show match. I just won 6 out of 10. But that was the uh, pre-show matches for All In. So we kick off the actual show with the real AEW world title. CM Punk defends against Samoa Joe. So Punk tried aside uh Hillock. Joe tried to break with a suplex but Punk on. Joe rolls to the floor as they would break the hold before he chops him on the chair, but Punk returns the rope before Joe, Joe could do the move he had in mind. So Punk stole on the ropes and hit punch Joe, but he let Punk crash and burn. So he waits for Joe to turn around and hits a hurt from the ropes, but Joe took by bumping on his head. Then he rolls to the floor. Punk tries to dive on, but just on Joe. So he said the Hillock crash and burn on the floor. And then Punk bounced back and went for Herka on the apron. But he swung his head through the bottom side of the announce table before Joe flips off Punk while he's down. And that actually busted Punk wide open. Then Punk gets Joe down and then cups the ears to the mixed reaction. Punk hits a leg drop for a two count. I'm sorry, a one count. And then Joe rolls up and does the Hogan point while firing up. Punk went for the high knee in the court, but Joe caught power bomb for a two count. He hooks. Uh, Punk in STF, but Punk eventually carries it for a two count. Throws a roundhouse kick that dropped Joe, hits a spin toll and tripped to Terry Funk before Joe caught Punk in a cradle for a two count. Trickle for a knee strike in the corner, but Joe Cohen in Seguri places Punk on the top rope. Trickle for the muscle buster, but Punk fights out of it. Joe chops Punk, follows to the apron. Joe pulls Punk back to Rose Punk before he bites the floor, Joe, and it hits the Pepsi plunge off the middle rope to score the win at 14 minutes. Really fun opening match. I just won 7 out of 10. And then we go to our second main show match. Trios match. Bullet Club Gold, Jay White, Juice Robinson, and Canelo's Kitty Kesha versus the Golden Elite. Kenny Omega, Kota Ibushi, and Hitman Page. Omega hits a flip on the two poets on the floor. And then back in the ring, Jay White fights top or die from K. Omega. But he sold the rape paint. Rib pain. Omega was isolated by Bull Cup going to Keshta before Bushi runs out of Omega and trade all strikes with the Keshta. Omega and Takeshta had an elbow change, so the Keshta got the better report. He had the bleeping clothesline that put Omega down. Bull Cup going to Keshta continue to isolate Omega and go after the knee. For Juice Robson suplexes Omega and his legs hit the bottom rope for a two count. Omega get up and trade punches with Juice, rakes the eyes, and drops him with an elbow strike. Omega. Finally made to his core, but the guns pull Ibushi and Page off the apron before Hamian takes the hot tag moments later and cleans out on Jay White and Juice Robinson. Page puts White's out with a fall slam, kicks up and dope on the Robinson on the floor, returns to the ring, clotheslines White to the floor, hits a tope by Suiza on the juice, gets back in the ring, hits one on Jay White. And then Ibushi takes and puts down White with a puts White down for hitting a sitting moves for a two count. Omega takes in, tags in and hits Snapdragon suplexes. The catcher puts Omega down with a blue thunderbomb for a two count. Page takes it and him and Omega take turns for hitting moonsaults on the juice. Page went to the ropes and hit the follow on, on the catch-up for a two-count. Omega and Abushi try to go for a move on the catch-up, but he counters it. Abushi try to go for a Kamagoya on the catch-up, but he jumped and hits Abushi with a jumping knee. Page returns it to catch up with a buckshot layer from Mahan. Omega takes it and hit White with feed trigger. Runs to ropes, takes juice with the feed trigger, tries to go on, on White for the catch-up, rolls him up for the win. 
at 20 and a half minutes. I really enjoyed this trios match. I just went 7 out of 10. And spoiler, during the uh, media scrum, they announced that Takeshita and Kenny Omega will meet one-on-one at All Out on September 3rd. But this trios match was actually really super fun. Our next match for the World Tag Team titles, FTR, Dax Wheeler, and Cash Wheeler defense against the Young Bucks, Matt, and Nick Jackson. At FTR, War Armbands, Payne Drew to Bray Wyatt, Brody Lee, and Jay Briscoe. So Cash Wheeler and Nick Jackson trade her cross on the opponent for punches them. They look at each other and still and trade punches while Matt Jackson and Dax Wheeler join in. Young Bucks drop Harrow, FTR, and then close line over the top of the floor as Nick Jackson hits a crookshooter dive onto FTR. Once it gets back in the ring, Wheeler's isolated by the Young Bucks, and Matt drapes Wheeler over the middle of the Knicks, hits a dive on him before Matt hits a elbow drop from the rope, and then Karan chops Dax Harwood. Wheeler was on the verge, taking out the Matt, stops him, super kicks Harwood off the apron. Then Wheeler eventually catches Nick off the ropes with a forearm before Harwood makes Dax makes the hard take suplex, the Young Bucks on top of each other. Matt comes back with three Norlite suplexes, but Dax caught him in an inside cradle for a two count. So Matt hits another Norlite suplex into a bridge for a two count. Dax comes back with a German suplex for a two count off his own. Dax puts Matt in the sharpshoot. Wheeler takes down Nick on the apron and locks in the sharpshoot on him. Nick ends up power and Winston's Wheeler crash in the ringside. Then he hits a face blast from Dax and it moves us on the wheel on the floor. Matt suplexes Dax. Nick Nick goes for a top rope splash, but Dax gets his knees up. Wheeler tries to Top rope splash to Nick, but he puts his feet up. FTR falls with a spike pile driver for a close two count. Dax actually knocks Cash off the apron. Nick catches Dax in the backside for a two count. Young Bucks took their super kicks and Dax him with a double close super kick. Sorry, Bucks put down hard with a spike pile driver for a two count. Bucks try to go for PTE trigger on Dax, but he ducked it, causing the Young Bucks slam their knees together. Cash returns, takes out Nick. Wheeler takes it and hit FTR hit the FTR trigger and then kisses cheeks before Young Bucks hit. Sorry, before FTR hits Shower Machine on Matt for a close, close two count. I actually thought that was it. Dax super kicks Matt. Nick hits his hardwood, and they both tumble over the top of to the floor. Wheeler goes for a 450 splash on Matt, but he moves out of the way. So Matt super kicks him for a two count. Young Bucks hit Cash with the BT trigger. Goes for the cover, but Dax breaks up at the last second. And then Young Bucks hit FTR with Shatter Machine, and then Young Bucks fall with BT trigger on Wheeler for a two count. Bucks try to go for the Melter Drummer on Cash, but Dax returns and caught Nick as he's leaping. As Wheeler slips away from Matt, and FTR hits the shower machine on Nick for the win to retain the World Tag Team titles at 21 minutes and 45 seconds. Really, really, I really enjoyed this match. I give this match a full 10 out of 10. This was excellent. I was three. This is my favorite one, and it helped that the London crowd actually helped out as well. Then after the match, FTR offers their hands to the Young Bucks, but they blew him off, left the ring. And then we go to our next match of the show, 10-man tag team stadium stamp match. Blackpool Comic Club, John Moxley, Ring World World Champion, Claudio Castanoli, Wiriuda, Team of Proud Power for Santana Ortiz versus International Cham- Best Friends, International Champ, Orange Cassidy, Chuck Taylor, Trippera, Team of Pentagon Jr., and Eddie Kingston. Kingston ran down the rip and brought with Claudio Castanoli, so all the wrestlers brought in several locations. Moxley uses a brain iron as a weapon driven Terry Funk. And then inside the ring, Proud and Powerful try to go for a street sweeper. But they miss as Pentagon Pro with a chair shot. And we go to split screen. As we saw Best Friends and Proud and Powerful brawl backstage. Then inside the ring, Pen- Moxley pulls out uh, skewers from a weapons bag. Pentagon Jr. and 
throws him in the moxies, or sorry, slaps him in the moxie. So Pentagon sets a couple of jerks back to the ring. Santana flips him off and fights with him. Excuse me. As we go back to this place, screen, as we see Claudio and Kingston brawl further and upper level in the stadium. Back in the ring, Santana powerbombs the Pentagon on top of two chairs. Then he falls with a power drawer on the chair as we see the trainer and referee check on Pentagon and help him to the backstage area. But inside the ring, a barbar board was it and against the introduced as we see Trimpo was bleeding really badly. When you know, Kingston punches Yuda in the head with an umbrella, and then he also uses Chuck Terry used the umbrella on Claudio. Kingston side slams Yuda on top of a bar. Kingston will attack security left and wine. Inside the ring, Brad gets hit with a ladder on the middle rope, and then Proud and Proud toss Brad under laterally in the corner. Brother fights back, but Moxley ends up dumping to a doorboard that was wrapped in barbed wire. Ortiz hits a splash off the top for a two count. For Moxley, it's Trent with a power draw on the ring steps as Ortiz hits Cassie in the head with a fork. Then we see a minivan pulling from Sue. Moxley poaches drugs and plants a kiss on Sue before Brad starts punching Moxley and then hints over tray, uh, so cookie sheets, literally. And if we hear music, it was Return of Pentagon changing ring gear. And then we see Pentagon Santana brought on the ladder. Pardon me. And then Pentagon hits a code off the ladder and puts Santana for two tables. Then the ring best friends did their hug spot. Before Claudio hits a swing on casual Brad. Suplex Ortiz from the roofs for the table at ringside. Claudio was telling swing. He tried to go for him, but Cassie avoided it. Cassie hits Claudio with a couple orange punches for a close two count. Cassie rounds his hand and dips it in a cap container of glass. For Moxley cuts him on and dumps the glass in the middle of the ring. Cassie hits a DDT that puts Moxley on the glass before Claudio hits a pop-up uppercut to Cassidy. Kingston returns with a chair wrapped in barbar and hits Claudio with it a couple of times once he's in the ring. Moxley stops Kingston for a slam over to hit Claudio before Kingston and Moxley are arguing. Hits a spin back fist on both Moxley and Claudio. Then he shoves Moxley for the barbar board in the corner and then Claudio got hit with the orange punch from Cassidy. So the babyface team gets to win at twenty at twenty one and a half minutes. Not a really enjoyable match. I just went eight out of ten. And we go to the women's title match: Fatal Four Way Champion Hercurio defends Tony Storm, Soraya, and Britt Baker. Storm and Soraya work together, and then they were arguing like literally less than two minutes in the match as they both tried to pin Britt Baker. And then so she just slams both of their heads together. Storm takes Baker to the other where Soraya put her on full Nelson, try to hit Baker, but she moved and actually hits Soraya's mother. So Soraya confronts Storm once her back in the ring. Tony Storm trying to calm her down, but Soraya grabs the back of her head and hits her with it. So Soraya and Tony Storm trade strikes. Ruby Soho runs and tries to talk after Soraya, but Storm try to walk past Soho, grabs her hand. Tony turns and blasts Soho, who left the ring Storm towards the back. Baker had a bad fury that included super kicks uh, Storm, and she fell top. Soraya got a two count. Soraya fires and puts Storm in the sharpshooter, hooks her arms behind her before Brett Baker hit Storm with a stomp and takes her out down with a punch, then comes her for a two count. Which I thought that was a cool spot. Sheeta returns to Baker on top of Soraya. Sheeta goes on top, hits Meteor on Soraya for a two count. Sheeta plays hits the Kantana on Soraya, but Britt Breaker broke up the pin the last second. Try to go for the lock double. Sheeta blocks it. Soraya returns to the rank, spray king, used on Storm, and it hits her with a DDT to win the women's title in her hometown or home country at eight minutes and 50 seconds. This was a fun little women's title match. I guess one six out of ten. Congratulations to Ray for winning the women's in her home country. Then we go to our tag team couple match. Swore Strickland and Christian Cage versus Darby out and Sting. Darby opens the coffin early in the match. As Suarez was 
spray paint under the lid as he pulls a couple thumbtack jackets. So Sting hits Prince on a sword with a cricket bat, then hits Sting the other jacket, puts it on, and they took turns hitting Corn Splash while they're wearing the thumbtack jackets. So Cage pins Allen's behind his back, Sting infiltrated Darby's arms, Christian got Darby in position for Kajira, but Darby avoids it, so Swerve pops up out and lays a face for the top turnbuckle. Darby comes out with a stone on the ring apron. Swerve is like over the table, Sting drove from the apron to Swerve. They didn't really break the first one, so he does it a second time. Darby seats Cage Christian on the floor and punches him a few times. Darby wants to top of drug case Cage out of the chair. Darby and Sting lean the coffee against the coffin inside of the ring. They put Christian inside, try to close the light, but Cage blocked it. Luchasaurus shows up and shoves, saves Cage, and then Long darts Darby against the casket. Nate Wayne shows up and went after Luchasaurus with the skateboard, but he knows stole it and chokes James Wayne on the skateboard. That was a nasty bump. Puts him in shorts, took him to the back. Top with Bishop to flat on the floor. Sting puts Swerve on top of the coffin. Darby went for a coffin drop from the top of what Swerve move. And Darby crashed on the coffin. In the ring, Sting hits both men with uh, corner splashes. Sting puts Cage in Scorpion Deathlock. And then Swerve slams a chair over the back, saying, Who knows? So, and Larissa on Christian went after Swerve, but Cage calmed a low blow. Swerve hits the Swerve stomp on the Sting before Cage and Nana shoves the coffin inside the ring and rains Darby in the ringside barricade. Swerve puts Sting in the space, but inside the coffin kicks the lid shut, but Sting block. Bat blocked it from closing. Sting exits the coffee, but Swerve slams on top of it. Meanwhile, Christian was choking Darby at ringside. Swerve goes to the top, hits a 450 splash, buddy move, and causing Swerve to lay on the coffin. Darby gets the better of Christian on the floor. Sting hits it. Scorpion Death on Swerve on top of the coffin, puts him in there, but his hands were stuck out from closing it. Sting slams the lid in the back of Swerve. Darby hits a coffin drop on the level of Swerve, sticking out of it, got up, and closed the lid for the win at 16 minutes. Really fun coffin match. I just won 7 out of 10. And then we go to Will Osprey versus Chris Jericho. Osprey drifts Jericho over the top where hits a shooting star press on top of him. Jericho Osprey is going for a spell remote and hits him with a coat breaker. Falls with another coat breaker for a two count. <laughs> Osprey hits an os cutter for a two count of his own. Trying to go for Stormbreaker with Jericho. Hits a Hercarot as a counter. Then locks on the walls of Jericho. But he, Osprey makes his way to the ropes. Dunk the house constant on aim and argues with, with Jericho. Simic over each strike to hit Osprey Jericho's baseball bat. Referee checks on Osprey and he was able to continue. But Osprey comes over with a Spanish fly for a two count. Jericho caught Osprey charge him, hits a coat breaker. Jericho hits a Os cutter. But Osprey kicked out. Osprey hits Jericho with a series of strikes, sets up for a move, but Jericho slips away and kicks Osprey in the nuts while the referee was sheeted, uh, shielded. Jericho puts Osprey down with juice effect for a close two count. Jericho, Osprey hits Jericho was a and with a hidden blade, falls with a stormbird for a close two count. Jericho gets his knees up, flips off Osprey, but Jericho Osprey hits the hidden blade, then puts him down with the Os. Uh, oh my God, Stormbreaker for the win at 14 minutes and 55 seconds. Really enjoyed his match. It's one nine out of ten. And then after the match, Osprey is over with the fans outside the barricade. Guevara helps Jericho, but he pulls him off in the ring, and he leaves by himself. Then we go to our semi main for the trios to. House of Black, Malcolm Black, Brody King, Buddy Matthews, Vince the Acclaim, Anthony Bones, Matt Scatcher, and Billy Gunn. This was uh, No Holds Barn. This is Open House Rules, and the Acclaim picked No Holds Barn. Billy Gunn teases a suicide dive with Julia Hart's on the apron. She enters the ring, jaws at Billy Gunn. He gives her a crotch chop for the Acclaim. Billy Gunn hit her with the scissor meat timbers before House of Black quit, regains control. House of Black dominated the 
dominated for a bit as he hit a three-way kick and then came with a splash on AJ Bones for a two-count. Brody King pulls out his chain as Malachi Black holds Bones in place with his foot, try to hit Bone with the but accidentally hit Malachi in the head. So Bailey Gunn hits Bunny Math with the Famouser. Goes for a cover, but Aubrey Roberts got pulled out of the ring, so Malachi drops Gunn with a big kick for a two-count. Bowens hits Brody with the arrival. Caster falls with the mic drop for a close two-count. Billy Gunn hits the Famouser on uh, Brody. Bowens hits the arrival again for the second time. Caster hits the mic drop for the win and win the trio styles at 10 minutes and 50 seconds. Really fun uh, trios match. I just won 6 out of 10. After match, Hudson Black present the trio styles to the claim of Billy Gunn. After they left, any Bowens took the microphone and recalls and they were going to take Gunn to the top and it's happened. And then they're going to hold the biggest scissors par party ever to close with that same. Then we're going to remain for the eight over world title battle of the ring of world tag team champions. MJF defends Adam Cole. So they went face to face, spoke to each other, back over at the ringside. They both came back with their tag team t shirts on and put them on for they lock up. Then after a couple of exchanges, Cole tried to go for a super kick, but MJF falls to his butt. Cole does his pose. MJF offers him a handshake out of sportsmanship. Tries to go for the handshake, but MJF pokes him in the eye. MJF smiles and hands out while Cole was sitting in the corner, helps him to his feet, but Cole slaps MJF one on the offense. MJF had Cole in the corner, charges towards him, but Cole pulls the referee from him. MJF asks Cole what he's doing. He pulls MJF and turns buckle pad. Cole returns for a white gouging MJF's eyes. MJF comes over with 10 punches to the corner, shrugs the shores against Cole's him. MJF whiffs Cole in the corner. They were also the floor, points to the crowd, and performs a by suicida. MJF rolls Cole's back in the ring for a two count. Power bombs him onto his knees, getting another two count. He went to the ropes and jumps into a super kick. Cole falls over the heat seeker for a two count as MJF puts his foot on the bottom rope. Ringside Cole sends MJF in the ropes or into the ring steps, pulls him on the steps, and hits a brain buster. MJF stays down, returns to the favor, tries to go for a count. MJF gets back in at the last second. Cole goes to the ropes, hits a tries to go for Pamela Samars, but MJF uh, rolls to the floor. MJF pulls Cole on the apron, clears the broadcast table, pulls him onto the table so you have to do it, holds him up for a pile driver, but couldn't fall through and lets Cole go. MJF looks conflicted, so Adam Cole power drives him for him for the table. He brings it back inside the ring and got a close two count. And then MJF cut Cole with thumb to the eye. Pump kick bounce off the ropes and Cole with elbow strike. Cole comes with a destroyer, but MJF gets feet on the ropes and caught Cole with a kick falling to the map. They used to roast to pull each other up. Then he shoots a double clothesline. Cole ducks. MJF's clothesline. MJF ducks. Adam's clothesline. They hit each other with clotheslines. And they fall top each other. As the referee counts for a double pinfall. Jonathan Robinson has addition. Cole got hot and asked for five more minutes. MJF said, no, we're going to we get a fucking winner at Wembley. So the match restarts. Cole rolls him up. And they have some back and forth pin attempts. We get a ref bump. MJF brought the chair. Inside the ring, pass it back and forth. Cole Foley drops it down his back, and MJF drops the head, runs the, and lays down. The referee recovers the question. Cole's about it. MJF hits heat taker on Cole for a two count. And on the apron, Cole hits a straight jacket German suplex. MJF ends up on the floor. Cole hits him with a pinless same rush from the apron. Cole threw MJF back in the ring, comes up for a near fall. Goes for another pinless summer. MJF pulls the ref into his path, cause and Cole did hit the move on the ref. He looks shocked and remorseful. MJF reaches drugs and pulls a diamond diamond ring. MJF pulls his finger and looks at the crowd. MJF Takes it off and puts it back in his trunks. Roger Strong enters the ring and kicks MJF in the balls. Cole went for the ropes, hits Semot. Pam my sunrise, lowers her knee, hits the boom, covers him, and got a visual pimp while the referee is down. So the referee crawls over Mick Slocum, but MJF slowly kicks it out. Referee stays down. Roger slips the eight world title in the ring. He said Cole, he said Cole is his best friend. He told Cole to do it. He wrote his t shirt. He both hit MJF with the 
belt, but tosses the ringside instead. Roger Ross Stormswell called to him to get out of here. MJF rolls him up and gets the win at 29 minutes. Really fun, enjoyable match. I just won 10 out of 10 as well. Honestly, I liked our 30-minute time. I'm going to draw a little better, but you know, I thought this was a fun meet event. Then after the match, MJF approach. Cole in the corner told me he wins either way because people still love him. He got lucky and said could be either one of them. He holds the back of his neck and grabs the ring world tag team titles. Brings him in the ring, told Cole they still have him. He threw his title to the floor and MJF Cole's a piece of shit who's never friend only wants the title. He grabs the ring world tag title and threw it to Cole and told him to get over with. Roger Strong's throwing the ring and Kurt Cole to do it. MJF stole his back to Cole's arms out. He threw the title down and they hugged in the middle of the ring. And then the confetti shop, as we see the kid come out and help back strong while the in ring celebration continued to close out 2023. Oh, by the way, as Caliber said, they will come back next year, Sunday, August 20th, 2024. <coughs> but then it was all out 2023. Honestly, I really enjoyed the show. I give this one at nine out of 10. Overall, really good show. I recommend every match. If I had to pick two skip, I would say. Trio's title match, the FTW title match, the women's top. That's probably the three I recommend probably skipping, but I would still say check out all, all these matches. But it was a great show. But that was the show for this week, guys. I'm your host, Ethan Black. I'll be back double on Friday double the NWA, GTO First, Ardo, and Impact shows from today and also the shows from Monday for Thursday. Have a good week, guys, and stay safe. <laughs>